from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, May 10th, 2013, and it is the Relevant Podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Guys, I let me just start by saying something, I, have been practic- I have been practicing that line since <laughs> no. I was a little boy. <laughs> you were out in the driveway where other, ki- where other kids were like, they had the basketball yep. and they're looking up their hoop like, three, two, two. one, Jordan gets it for the win. Chad is, Chad is using in his garage with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't even a microphone. It's it a was, nifty toilet paper tube yeah. with a ping pong ball right, on right. top. <laughs> one of these days, it's the week of. Uh, <laughs> you, did, you nailed It was a home run. But you did really yeah, well. That's yeah. real Thank nice. you. Thank you, guys. Uh, the Relevant Podcast, we are the weekly show from the team behind Relevant Magazine. Where we bring you guest interviews, music, culture, games, entertainment and the news that is absolutely vital and important to your life. I am the guest host this week, Chad Michael Snavely. And uh, before I introduce the rest of the team, let me just tell you that this week's podcast is brought to you by Tonks Coffee. Uh, If you're a coffee connoisseur, you need to try one of our favorite new roasters out of LA, Tonks Coffee, T-O-N-X Coffee. Uh, These guys are fanatical about delivering the best beans in the world. Our friends at Tonks buy your beans directly from the growers, roast it to perfection, and ship within 24 hours. It's a bi-weekly subscription which sends the best beans on earth directly to your door for the price of just a few cafe visits. Uh, they'd love to send you a sample so you can see what you've been missing. Uh, to get that free sample, just visit tonks.org relevant, T-O-N-X dot relevant. You can get some for yourself or send it to someone you know who loves great coffee. Perhaps maybe your mother. I believe uh, this weekend is Mother's Day. This would be the time. My mom loves great coffee, so I might send her some Tonks coffee. You'd be like, oh, I got you something that just isn't here yet. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard that before, son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I totally ordered it. You didn't get it? Yeah. Oh, that's That's so weird. That's weird. Technically, it's on the way. The mail at your house is really weird, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) This happens every birthday anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) Just postman. No, that will not happen, though, if you order Tonks coffee, because uh, they've been sending us coffee, and I've seen a lot of our listeners tweet uh, yeah. Over the past couple weeks, that they've gotten Tonks coffee as well, and they're really enjoying it. So I'm actually, um, I'm actually enjoying a cup of Tonks coffee this morning. Is that so? It's delicious. It's it's smooth. It's good hot or cold, right, Jesse? That's right. <laughs> or or in a blender with ice <laughs> and copious amounts of sugar, syrup, and ice cream. So thanks, thanks to our sponsor, Tonks Coffee. Go check it out. Tonks.org. Slash relevant. Well, guys, we've got a great show today. Um, one of one of my favorite bands, and I know you guys are into these guys as well. Leagues is, uh, oh, is wow. joining us today to talk about their new album called "You Belong Here." Tyler, I believe you sat down with uh, Thad Cockrell and I, talked about. Leagues. I talked to, and you know, he was nice enough to put me on the guest list no. for the premiere uh, for for the re- for the album release party up in Nashville. Yeah, I, I was in. I happened to be in Nashville that weekend. He told me they were having a party, and I said I'm going to be there. He put my name down on there, mm. and I was I was up there as like. Like celebrities around there, yeah. it was. I felt yeah. very important. Yeah, nice. baller status. I, I would say that's a, that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, it's a great album. Uh, we're, we're excited to spotlight these guys on this week's podcast. And then also, um, we're going to be playing a game, but here's the thing, a little behind-the-scenes information. Uh, it's a game that we recorded about three weeks ago. So <laughs> here's why. Here's I was going to say, I, really? We're playing a game? Really? I totally did. It's like, normally I come up with those, and Chad didn't yeah. ask me to do anything this week. Um, you've been relieved I'm going to scramble duties. to put some together real quick. <laughs> this call, the game is called What Color Am I Thinking Of? <laughs> Tyler Grump first. <laughs> um, we recorded a game a couple of weeks ago and we were going to air it on that week's show and then uh, I think this was the week that we recorded like one podcast every day for a week straight mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. it was a very exhausting week for our team but then we, we were going to talk to Andy Barron as well about the Foster Challenge which was going to air this week uh, uh, because Cameron wasn't here but then we find out, well, the Foster Challenge ended May 1st. We wanted to talk to Andy. We wanted to air the Andy interview before the Foster Challenge ended. So sure. so we bumped the game. We held Oof. on to the game because it was such a great game. Um, we had a great... It wasn't super timely. So it, I No, mean, it wasn't. Can... It was, it was, no, the, it was uh, the Twitter game. The Twitter, the Twitter game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and, and we, had a, we had a listener join us, and there might be a prize giveaway. You'll have to listen to s- and see if, if, if our listener wins this prize. Oh, so I didn't play this game, did I? It was me versus. Uh, I know I didn't win, but yeah. apparently I didn't even play. You didn't even play. So, <laughs> cool. So this cool. is this going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, so actually, you will hear Cameron on this week's show because uh, this was a That's couple true. weeks ago. So he does make he does find a way to kick me out of this chair. Mm. And I just have to say, <laughs> and crush your childhood <laughs> dreams. I just have to say, thank God. Because we are struggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the, hey, Chad. Yeah. I don't. I don't take this the wrong way. We're five minutes in. We're in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> we are running, in the ditch. Running on fumes right now. The good thing is that's just like every other show. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel right okay. at home. No, I'm just kidding. You're doing a great job. Well, so thank far. you. Yeah, thank yeah. This you. is going well. All right. Well, you know what? I I, I just realized that I haven't introduced the whole team. Yeah. And here, oh, so here we are, five minutes. We're into the ditch. I'm going to pull this thing out of the ditch, guys, because I'm already screwing this up. Um, here with me in our Orlando studios, the, should I say, the always lovely Maya Strang? You can come up with your own. Put your own unique spin on it. I'm going to say the, the always lovely Maya Strang. That's nice. That's right. And I'm it's also going nice. to say next to her is the always lovely Tyler Huckabee. That's right. And on the Skype line from Loveland, Virginia. Sometimes lovely. The mostly lovely. <laughs> Jesse Maybe Karen. 60% of the time. <laughs> the, the mysteriously lovely. Depending on the week. Erratically yeah. lovely. Jesse the Karen. erratically lovely Jesse Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> like hello, that. hello. Hello, hello. Oh, just like that. I think you just pulled us out of the tailspin. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. No, we're back. We're that's, back. We're back it. on the road. So have you guys had a good couple last weeks? I, I was out of the office last week. I was yeah. out in Phoenix, uh, Sedona, doing a little hiking. Taking some some much needed time off, and it was it was a good time. But it looked, it looked like I you you posted some very uh, scenic pictures. That's what I yeah. was thinking. Yeah. It I didn't just look like Phoenix. I just regrammed them from National Geographic. <laughs> I was going to say, did you just like use Ansel Adams pics and like Photoshop yourself? Because yeah, that looked nothing like what I imagined Phoenix. I imagine it's just like a gigantic head. desert, and yeah. it's just sun, and you're yeah, yeah. looking I for water. I saw uh-huh. like there will be blood stuck yeah. time scenery yeah. in right. my mind, like, and you have these very rolling through. I know it's. Like Roadrunner territory <laughs> right. in yeah. my head, yeah. no, but you had these it? very lush, really pretty, like, yeah. a, like a rainforest. Well, well, we we spent part of the time in Phoenix, downtown Phoenix. My brother in law lives downtown Phoenix, and he actually lives about three blocks away from where the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks play baseball. Oh, sure. So I took in a baseball game, of course, while I was out there, which was wonderful. Um, got to hook up with an old buddy because I used to live out in Phoenix. Who did but they play? They played Colorado, and they won in ten innings. 
So it was a good, well, it was a good, good game. Worth um, your time. Yeah, it was definitely worth my time. It was a lot of fun. So, but then the, the rest of the time, my wife and I went up to Sedona, and that's where the beautiful oh, pictures came from. Because okay. that's about okay. five, 6,000 feet elevation. Mm-hmm. Very, very beautiful. Very different than the, the, the vast mm-hmm. desert of, of downtown Phoenix. Wow. But wow. it was okay. very beautiful. So... Went to a winery in the, in Page Springs, which I heard is where John McCain lives. Did you? See but you him? didn't see John McCain. He was passed out drunk. <laughs> he lives, he lives at the winery. He lives. He, he actually lives yeah, at the winery. He 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 hosts tastings every afternoon from four to six. Every afternoon, <laughs> usually attended only by himself. People people are saying he may have a problem. Daily <laughs> wine tastings are a telltale sign. Of John McCain. Every problem. now and then he does a CNN. <laughs> <laughs> they throw a green screen up behind yeah. him. <laughs> are your lips purple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So that was fun. So that was my week last week. But uh, but we, I but I miss you guys. We were all here. Oh yeah, we yeah. Did. It was yeah. it was a weird week not doing the podcast. I kind of got a lot of stuff done on Wednesday. It was kind of nice. I really? had to I had <laughs> yeah. to work. I was like oh, <laughs> I had to work all the way through my normal podcast time. Really yeah. I had to that. churn out content yeah. like some sort of. Like some, some sort of, of editor. <laughs> editor or something. See, I, I went to like just like a local cafe and just struck up conversations about timely news items with strangers. I imagine it did, it did not go well. They were unprepared. I tried to play like a trivia, a pop culture trivia game. Right. They knew nothing. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but I appreciate the effort, Jesse. Thanks. You know, I just I gotta stay in rhythm. You know. Yeah. My big find was, of course, I found out that yesterday the new Left Behind movie. Um, the as I'm sure you know, Nick Cage is is doing a Left Behind reboot. That's our good out friend next Nick year. Cage. Our our friend and hero. <laughs> and and who knows where that line so much more. really lies? Yeah. It's on a sort of gradient. <laughs> but uh, but the, the the official Facebook page of the new Left Behind movie uh, sent out had a post in which they asked for fans like myself mm-hmm. to contribute fan art and uh, homemade trailers for the new movie mm-hmm. and uh, costumes. If you have any Left Behind costumes, costumes they wanted to see Wait, photos what? of that as well. <laughs> right? Wait, wait, don't what Left Behind they're just wearing street clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Like what are you supposed? To, what costume not, could you have? I'm not yeah. sure. I thought about dressing up like a pile of clothes because after they disappear, that's just like a pile. <laughs> right. So you could do that, or or maybe <laughs> I don't know, dressing up like Nick Cage, but that's a tall order. Man. Yeah, you don't want to go save there. that for Halloween. So yeah. so I drew up, uh, and and this is sort of a visual. This is sort of a visual. Maybe we can so put yeah, it we'll, on. Oh, we'll definitely we'll take care of it. Page. But I drew you guys up my can do visual idea. slices. I can't. Right, right. You are <laughs> completely. You've you you've, you've proven, completely proven, proven yourself that you, that you are not allowed to bring a visual slice, Maya. But I put up. A, I drew up just a short, just a little poster of what I think the Left Behind movie poster should end up looking like. It was. I, it was on. It was just on a random scratch of paper. I found. I had a piece of paper. I had a piece of. I had a piece of an early draft of the magazine lying around wow, actually that wow. I repurposed for a Left Behind poster. And uh, and I took a picture of it on my iPhone and sent it in to the to <laughs> info really? at Left Behind Movie. They responded right. with the question, "How did you get a hold of our storyboard?" <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> to which I responded, "I believe this is either a case of great minds thinking alike, or it's a God thing." I think it's a God, it's thing. A God thing. And he oh. and this person responded. Let's take out the or and just make it an and, which so uh, I I think mm. I'm uh, I'm not sure I'm at you, the point where I'm 
guaranteed a role in the new movie, but but you, uh, you're a front runner. The ball is yeah. rolling right in that direction. Well, I applaud wow. you for that, and, and and it inspired me, Tyler, to take some free time that I have this weekend, yeah. and I am working on a trailer. For the left oh, behind, are you real? yeah, it's oh, going to good. be like a, like the Don LaFontaine, like in a world, mm-hmm. one man, <laughs> where everyone else has stayed behind. That's right. Well, it's it's going to be like that, and it's just going to be a lot of pictures of explosions from Michael Bay movies. Nice. Yeah, and people and, and heroes dramatically walking away without looking walking at them. Right. Explosion. And um, and what was the song? Uh, we were gonna we talked about the uh, Evanescence. I think Evanescence that oh, wake, wake me up, wake me, me up. up yep. That sounds like a great, <laughs> yep. a great yep. It's either going to be that or it's going to be like. You remember the uh, the Dark Knight Rises trailer that had the the little boy that was singing in the stadium before Bane blew sure, it up? Okay, sure. mm-hmm. yeah. it was very ethereal, very just epic sounding. Sort of I'm haunting. going very haunting. I might get a little boy and record him in a cathedral <laughs> singing uh, "One Glad Morning When This Day When This Life Is Over." I'll fly away. So I might do that. Oh. So I think we should get our podcast listeners in on this as well. Go oh, go yeah. like the the mm-hmm. Left Behind official Left Behind movie Facebook. I assume they already page. do. Uh, right. yeah, hopefully, knowing our listeners, uh, hopefully you've already done that. Join Tyler and Chad and, and Jesse and Maya and I uh, yeah. as, as as official I fans. Him. Oh wait, a right now I'm about to like the page. I am the ten thousandth person. Oh, wow, are you serious? I just went there. It was nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I had no choice but to you're going to win something. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say I, think I better are... wins. I had better darn well win something. Well, I would love it if readers, if readers, well, readers and certainly, listeners. but I'll, mostly listeners. I would love it if listeners got involved because yeah. I think we could really. They could really crowdsource the marketing of this movie to the relevant podcast listeners. Right. Well, we would be great at this. And, and, and it's a perfect segue into getting Nick Cage on our show, which if last year taught us anything, I mean, you remember anything John Tesh, Jungle Bird, mm. Bob Goff, this anything is, this, is possible, guys. This is the natural sort of, yeah. this is the way things are going. Right. Like, yeah. it's gonna I, I think I think after that we just pull the plug on this thing. Like, <laughs> there's nowhere we can't get any higher. Like we're it's a downhill you know ride from here on out. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So that that that's that's the goal. That's that's our our charge to you listener. Help us get Nick Cage on the podcast this year. Uh, and the way to do that is go over, create some, uh, some some fan art or a great trailer, submit it to the Left Behind Facebook page, and uh, make this thing happen. Of course, Mr. Cage, if you're listening, we can just cut out the middleman, and, and you can just, just call us directly. Yeah, at Tyler Huckabee is my Twitter. You can right. DM me. I, I check my DM right. way too often. Right. Chad Michael <laughs> Feel free to hit me up. I'll, I mean, we'll schedule an emergency we'll, we'll podcast. We'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever we're, we're, yeah we're, we're on your timeline. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. So, well, that's some good stuff. So, uh, anyways, let's uh, let's keep this thing moving. Uh, you know, or just dragging along the ditch that we've already landed. <laughs> just limping in. into. <laughs> uh, some entertainment releases for your week. Music releases coming out on Tuesday, May fourteenth. Bibio is coming out with Silver Wilkinson. Shane and Shane uh, is oh. coming back with Bring Your Nothing. Uh, the Boxer Rebellion, one of my favorite bands, coming out with the album Promises. Uh, the Handsome Family. Have you ever heard of these guys? I've never heard of that. I've never heard family. of the Handsome Family. It is, but that's a great, it's my it's a great name. You know, I was going to say we we just, we were working really hard. Uh, <laughs> the fam and I, and uh, yeah. pretty excited about this new. The record. name was an obvious one, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, anyways, if uh, if you're into handsome families, check out the new album <laughs> Wilderness. That's coming out on, on May 14th, and then also the long uh, anticipated Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Oh. Modern Vampires of the City. Yeah. Movie releases coming out Friday, May 17th. Erased, starring Aaron Eckhart. 
uh, The English Teacher, starring Julian Moore and Greg Kinnear. Uh, that sounds pretty boring. That does, <laughs> that does sound boring. <laughs> it just chronicles the life of a, of a high school English teacher. <laughs> One, in her day One hour life. and a half long uh, English class. <laughs> yeah, it's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> and also coming out, uh, the movie Black Rock with Kate Bosworth and Lake Bell. So mm. those are your entertainment releases. All right. Stay tuned up next. Slices. Portions of today's podcast are brought to you by Asbury Theological Seminary. Are you called to plant a church? Prepare to serve with new church planning degrees at Asbury Theological Seminary. For more information, go to asburyseminary.edu. You're listening to Churches. The song is Recover. That's Churches with a V. I know. How did that happen? Threw me off a few So instead times. of a U, C-H-U, it's C-H-V-R-C-H-E-S. But so, so are you sure you're pronouncing it correctly? I have no idea. Oh. Well, they might need to recover from their spelling mistake. Mm. Just trying to keep the spirit of Cameron <laughs> like, alive. I like Cameron. Somewhere Cameron is applauding that one. <laughs> someone's got to do Someone's got to take the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Churches with Recover from the Recover EP. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Fits in the Tantrums with the song The Walker, and that is from their new album called More Than Just a Dream. All right, it's time for Slices. What do you got, Jesse? All right, well, uh, th- there's a, a gentleman in Australia named Ben who is obsessed with the game's Angry Birds, much to the chagrin mm-hmm. of his longtime girlfriend. Just one random Australian <laughs> named Ben. Is that, is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. he's slice? the only one who has access to the game. <laughs> they, 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 I don't know why. They're just not, just not very big down there. They, they're, they're like five years behind. They, they, they're, they're just now like heavy into like Sky Fox for oh, First candidate. Ben has the only iPhone in Australia, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, Ben. <laughs> no, so he is among the Australians that are obsessed with right, the game Angry right. Birds. Mm-hmm. And so uh, much of the chagrin of his girlfriend who, who said that, you know, wherever they went, they'd be out to dinner, they'd be hanging with friends, and he was constantly distracted by playing Angry Birds. And he knew this really frustrated her. Um, but, but he had he an idea care. that he knew it was about time that he popped the question. So he just randomly decided, what if I sent an email to the company behind uh, uh, Angry Birds? I think it's pronounced Rovio yes. from Finland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, so, so he sent him an email and said, hey, wh- what can you do? Can, can you guys make a custom app that, that I can download? Maybe I'll pay you guys. We'll figure something out that I can use to, to open and it'll use Angry Birds characters to propose to my girlfriend. Well, they came back to him. They said, we have an even better idea. We'll make a special level in the game that once it's once it, it is one, the words "Marry me, Mel Hart Ben" will show up on the screen, and we'll get you to play. You need to ask her to play one round of Angry Birds. Once she beats the level, 
uh, we'll go ahead at this cafe that you're going to be at, set up cameras, film the whole thing. We can post it on the internet. Wow. That's a big promotion. Wow. Above and beyond. So, I so literally not, got not only is Angry such Birds. a girl. That's just dumb. <laughs> it's very romantic. It's very romantic yeah. with Angry Birds. Yeah, I think it'd be more romantic way. if she was the one that was super into Angry Birds. Right. It would right. make yeah, it, it was like sense. her habit. Yeah. She yeah. was doing that like, something him. she hated. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like something like, I've always wanted this. Yeah, well, hopefully she'll appreciate. Yeah, it's like this guy who's just like, "Well, when she loads the dishwasher tonight, I'm gonna have a <laughs> sign in there that says, Will you marry me?'" <laughs> You're one step removed, basically, from asking her to draw, "Will you marry me?" Yeah. and catch up on your steak. Right, right. <laughs> or it's like, man, it's you spend sp- way too much time like oh, hanging out with awesome. the guys, and it's like you have the guys ask her for yeah. you. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, will you marry Ben? <laughs> so how did this how did this turn out for Ben? Uh, it turned out very well for Ben. She uh, she said that she wouldn't have been more surprised if an actual flying pig flew into the cat. Wow! Like wow. she was totally shocked by it. They had been dating for like eight years, and she just didn't know if he was ever going to ask. And and he decided to in epic Angry Birds fashion. So not only is Rovio uh, a company that is. Uh, you know, the maker of a really addictive game. Uh, evidently, they're pretty in touch with their fans and are not against uh, taking some time for a romantic gesture. Right, using- that's cool. Let's nice. rewind here. That's she cool. stuck with this guy yeah, for, for eight, eight years. years. That's a long time. And he played way too much Angry Bird, which before Angry Birds, I'm sure it was video games of some form. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, because that was before. Yeah, you don't just pick up Angry Birds yeah. and suddenly, become a video game. And yeah. Angry Birds isn't eight years old. So. Yeah. Angry oh, Birds right. is not a gateway. <laughs> right, right. start you know you right. pl- you were he played snake a while back yeah, yeah. You know? what i would have liked she to have seen is, is yeah is the fact that that uh she waited eight years for this proposal i wish that the good people at rovio had had a sense of humor about it and made the level extremely hard <laughs> so it took her years to get through that level right. before he could actually ask her to marry yeah him. that's they, what i'm wondering he, yeah he put in there he's like hey listen do me a favor can you buy me at least two more years <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not ready, guys. And also, how does he? She's she played the she had to beat the level in order yeah. to get the yeah. But but they made it really easy. They made it easy well, yeah. Sure. But did he but, say, hey, why, have you ever tried playing Angry Birds? Like, how does he broach this conversation? I know you level. hate when I do this. Yeah, yeah I mean, he just kind of says, hey, why don't you know, just give it a try. So she was playing, and then you know, the words came up. But I think the guy's priorities seem a little backwards here. Hey, it worked for him though. It's, it did it's work. True. This makes it really hard for like. Like for people who who haven't, like proposals are just getting to be these huge ordeals yeah. these days with the internet and YouTube. Yeah. You can't just ask a girl and what sort of loser yeah. just asks a girl to marry him? Right, well, yeah. it has to go viral or else she she's gonna say no. Yeah. She doesn't send. She's gonna find herself right. a man who can ask rightly. <laughs> who, knows, yeah. who knows how to work his Even social? If, media. Media. if there isn't a jumbotron, a blimp, or a custom video game level involved, forget it. I'll yeah. find you gotta, you gotta have it's something over. that's gonna like you're you're looking at at least seven thousand hits on YouTube. Yeah. You, you, you gotta have standards <laughs> as a woman. It could be a good business uh, business venture right there. Is is becoming a company that just oh. makes oh, yeah. really really interesting proposal yeah. media right. of some sort. But the guy tells yeah. them all about like a, oh, yeah. a wedding planner, and it would be right. a wedding proposal. Uh, a pr- right. Yeah, a proposal planner. Right. Proposal planner. I'm, I'm worried that we're going the that direction. I really like Angry Birds. I've been dating this girl for eight years. 
Got just let me the stop. Idea. Yeah, I got let just me stop. the idea, yeah. man. Just the idea. Well, while you're talking to me right now, I'm typing an email to Rovio. That's, <laughs> That's how good I am, sir. Yeah, they're, and they're usually pretty good about getting back <laughs> They've already got no, the it, remi- it reminds me of uh, one of the uh, a prank that was on the, the college humor guys were going back and forth on this prank war. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they were doing, they were like pranking each other and they were escalating in, in the, you know, cruelty of the pranks. And one of the guys knew that the other one would be attending a, a basketball game or a baseball game with his girlfriend who they were dating, but not like seriously dating. He wasn't looking to marry her or at least not at the moment. So the other guy bought on the jumbotron the name of his girlfriend and his name and said, so-and-so will you marry me? You know, and paid them to put their faces on the jumbotron. Wow. Wow. And he had no idea that him and his girlfriend were going to be on the jumbotron with him proposing to her. No way. It didn't end well. <laughs> no. She she no. she said no. No, she she said yes, but he wasn't <gasps> intending on asking her. She said yes. That's oh, she did say yes. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Wow. Snap. Wow. Yeah. You know if I was the guy, I'd probably just be like, "Okay, Cool. This is, and then just yeah, have I mean, a this happened. What you, there's yeah, no yeah. coming back from Fate, this. Fate's determined that I got to get married, and, yeah. and it's probably yeah, way I don't less know how threatening to happened, my life to just agree to this. Yeah. Than to yeah. say no. That's awkward, though. There, there's some awkward moments created at sports games now. Like, what do you do when you're attending a game with your sister and the kiss cam comes on you? Mm. The yeah. whole freaking crowd. You don't want to get booed. booed but you don't want to be a weirdo, yeah. right? No. So you so, kiss her, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just settle that once and for all. One hundred percent. Well. Oh, okay, cool. All right. That's well, we got that figured out. Yeah. Any other hard problems? <laughs> yeah. So that matter settled, I guess. Wow. All right. What do you got, Maya? Okay. So I picked this slice solely because of it said that majority of Americans that were polled trust Judge Judy more than they trust our Supreme Court judges. Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Then I, you know, opened it up like, what? Mm -hmm. And this recent poll was conducted by Reader's Digest. And, you know, know, I guess they could do legitimate polling. They could. They could. So, yeah. They really thought of them as being journalistic. Not my my go-to source for statistics, no. But But I guess it depends on the case. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, let's say I'm in... (laughs) Let's say I'm in dispute with a landlord over some overdue rent or a broken dishwasher mm-hmm. or something. That's got Judge Judy written all over it. <laughs> right. I hand her a couple receipts to prove, you know, that, that I bought the faulty vacuum cleaner from that guy. Mm-hmm. I know she's going to weigh quickly and favorably in the justice. I don't have to worry about, you know, digging into all the all the layers of nuance the at the Supreme politics. Court. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they they conducted a poll and it said that 51% of Americans trust Judge Judy more than Supreme Court. Uh, coming in second was Judge Joe Brown. He had 48%. Oh, yeah. oh, over wow. the Supreme Court? This is still, yes. this is still over the Supreme Court. More, wow. more than the Supreme Court. Um, the most trusted actor is Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, but are I mean, you not kidding? that you really know him, but huh. I guess with his roles, he plays. Oh, I would give that man my wallet. 
Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if there's a scenario where I'm like, hey, can, can you hold my, my cell phone for like five minutes? <laughs> You're sitting I, don't at a coffee why, shop. I don't know what scenario would arise where Tom Hanks has to hold my cell phone. Mm-hmm. You're sitting at a coffee right. shop. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is, is there. You have to get up, go to the bathroom. You got your laptop out there, keys there and all of that. Yeah. If if I see Tom Hanks, I'm going straight to him. Yeah. If I see Tom else. Hanks, a perfect stranger, Judge Joe Brown, <laughs> or Supreme Court Justice, <laughs> I'm probably going Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. He did get 65 percent. Uh, 62 percent was Denzel Washington. He was now. If I want, second. if I want an opinion about can I get money back for this faulty vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Tom excuse, Hanks. Is, excuse me, Mr. Hanks. <laughs> yeah. Here's a couple of receipts. Could you go receipts. talk you to my he's over? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll, note the date on the receipt, please. <laughs> note the date. I took it home that day and it, and it got clawed. That day, sir. Uh, wow. um, Who else is on that list? Uh, the most trusted. Well, you said Denzel was next. He was next, 62%. 62% the most sure. trusted um, actress is Sandra Bullock. Yeah, 63%? I can see that. I don't know. I, I don't trust her. Uh, I feel <laughs> <laughs> can you guys guess? Who, who, wait, well, I, have, then who have you guys you seen The Net? Who would you trust? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, thinking, I'm thinking oh, The Net. That's true. I, I, that was a good speed, movie back in the day. I wish I'd watch that now and see Mind you, before you go trusting Sandra Bullock with anything that involves good judgment, she made a movie called Speed 2 Cruise Control, <laughs> at which terrorists uh, overtook a cruise ship. Where they couldn't even get Keanu Reeves to do that. Yeah, the remake. That's true. Or the we, second one. I, I would trust. You know, I was talking. I was talk, I was talking to my girlfriend on the mm-hmm. phone last night about, and we we both agreed that that we trust implicitly Jennifer Lawrence. Who doesn't oh, trust okay. J, J-Law? Who doesn't right. trust Jennifer J-Law. Lawrence? Yeah, she gracefully uh, handled the fall out of the she, Yeah, she just, she just see, yeah, she just seems like she's she's there for. I think she has my back. Sure. I don't think I, she knows I my wouldn't name. say okay. I don't trust her, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's your actress that you would trust, Jesse, with with your laptop in a coffee shop when you have to run to the restroom? I would say I would say the woman that played Jill Taylor on Home Improvement. Oh, her, wow. name ex- her name escapes I I, me. I could not. I couldn't tell you. She's her name. probably in there wearing a denim jumper, <laughs> hanging out with Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out with one of the the Taylor kids. Yeah. Totally trustworthy. Okay, I think I would trust I Connie Britton. From, uh, I just thought of, I just thought of Connie Britton oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I would trust. her. I would go to her for like advice. Advice. Yeah, yeah. I bet she could plan a pretty good proposal too if I asked her. You're right. She's like a one-stop shop. She yeah. is for she for is. everything. For really all you. I put her on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, can I ask you why? Where did John Lovitz land on this? Case? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, would you guys want to guess great. who the least uh, trusted actress or yeah. is? Least I mean, trusted actress. And, I mean, she's not really an actress. She's a, a personality. 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 Yeah. I mean, I would have said I would have said Lindsay Lohan before that. She. I would think her too, but she's not. Kim. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, eight percent. Wow, would Yikes. trust her. And yeah, uh, Lance Armstrong is the least uh, male. I can see that. In the bottom, also is Tom Cruise, Lady Gaga, Kristen Stewart, Ashton Kutcher. The most trusted woman on uh, television was Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. I can see that. Oh, okay, from from yeah, where? Okay. Good, Morning Good Morning America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I would she, trust Ellen too. I yeah, think I would Ellen, Ellen would be yeah. someone yeah. that I would trust. Yeah, um, we're talking. About Ellen would watch my laptop. Shows. Yeah, she would. She, and she'd like, make yeah, a great sure. joke about it when you came back. Yeah, right. she's fun. She's she'd probably too. send your friends a text or something. Right, funny. right. Or do one of those cool or, little stick it uh, notes on your, yeah, on your yeah. thing. Yeah, like she, she would hack uh-huh. your Facebook page and leave a really funny <laughs> right. status update. Sort of, yeah, she's a big hacker. She's a prankster and a big hacker. Right, big hacker. 
Michelle Obama is the most trusted leader in America, more than her husband. She got wow. 53% over his 45%. It's hard not to like Michelle Obama. It really yeah, is. Yeah, she really yeah. can't do yeah. much. She hasn't really done anything is. wrong yeah. ever. I trust her judgment life. on whether or not I should be wearing my hair in bangs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> number one. She's 100% on it. So. <laughs> uh, the last She's only made good decisions. <laughs> the highest trusted person was actually not a celebrity. 77% went to people's personal doctors. Wow. Which Doctors? I guess would be good. I mean, I wouldn't... I would hope so. I would hope you yeah. trust them. So. I mean, they're prescribing you medication. <laughs> that right. surprises me a little. I'm glad it wasn't a celebrity. Um, yeah. But I'm glad it was yeah. somebody you know personally instead of uh, some sort of... What if Tom I Hanks did. was your doctor? Oh, man. Can you imagine? That's an interesting list. That's an, that is an interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting list. interesting. So thank it's very you. Telling the, 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 the people that, that, in America. We, that, that we trust and, and don't trust here in our culture. I'm trying to think of who I would say I trust... I trust, I trust you guys, obviously. Well, obviously, sure. Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh, I, I trust my doctor. <laughs> I don't know about Judge Judy and, and right. Judge Joe Brown, though. They just, in comparison with the Supreme Court. In com- right, yeah. right, right, right. I'm kind of, I have no real stake in the Supreme Court, trusting yeah. or not trusting. I used to trust John McCain until I went to his wine tasting <laughs> out in <Tate> Springs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pinot he recommended. <laughs> Talk about tart. <laughs> I'm still trying to put my world back together after you drop that bomb on me. <laughs> oh man, that's great. All right, Tyler, what do you got? Well, I came across an interview with a guy by the name of Mike Jeffries, and he's the CEO of Abercrombie and Fitch. Hmm. And Salon was talking to him about the fact that he does not offer. Um, extra large or or double XL sizes for women in Abercrombie stores. Mm. Uh, it only goes up to a, a size large, and even then, the sizes are are generally smaller sure. than right. larges, extra larges would be sure. in stores. And the quote he gave was a. Uh, well, I'll just... I'll wait, just, wait, is this... is Real quick, is the Slice people still shop at Abercrombie and Fitch? <laughs> <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch, still around. Still around, FYI. Colon, still around. Okay, sorry. Um, the, the quote he said was, was this. Um, In every school, there are the cool and popular kids, and then there are the not cool kids. Candidly, we go after the cool kids. We go after the attractive kids with great attitudes and a lot of friends. A lot of people Wait, don't. Wait, this isn't the same Abercrombie and Fitch that I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said this was Abercrombie and Fitch, Tyler. He, uh, he, he, I, I can only report what the internet says, Jesse. I'm sorry. He went on to say, a lot of people don't belong in our clothes and they can't belong. Are we exclusionary? Absolutely. Those companies that are in trouble for trying to target everybody, young, old, fat, skinny, but then you become totally vanilla. You don't alienate anybody, but you don't excite anybody either. His Wait, uh, this is the guy from Abercrombie and Fish. Yeah. <laughs> <Shocking>. <laughs> we uh, it, it's why we hire good looking people in our stores because good looking people attract other good looking people. We went to market yeah. to cool, good looking people, we don't want to market to anyone other than that. And his assistant says he doesn't want larger people shopping in his store, he wants thin and beautiful people. He doesn't want his core customers to see people who aren't as hot as them wearing his clothing. People who wear his clothing should feel like they're one of the cool kids. Wow. That's the end of the quote. That's pretty but, bold. I mean, on the one hand, that's if you've ever been inside an Abercrombie and Fitch store, you know that that's, they're not exactly a. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been in there. Yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> they're not, we're they're waiting. Not, they're not a, a touch point of diversity, certainly, mm-hmm. in, their, in their models, and few stores are. But 
I feel like most stores at least try to give some sort of lip service to the every size is every size is beautiful. Sure. Uh, but Mr. Jeffries does not give mm-hmm. in to that. And that surprises me a little bit too, because like you said, Jesse, I don't feel like Abercrombie and Fitch is some sort of untouchable. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, there's it, it, a, it, in, does his jeans come with a time machine? <laughs> so we can go back to eight years ago when people cared about Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. The one thing, the one thing I do appreciate Abercrombie and Fitch is that you as soon as you walk into a mall, you know it doesn't matter the entrance. You could come in through the, the Sears Tire Center entrance <laughs> out back because you want a good parking spot. You can, you can take one sniff and be, mm, there there's an Abercrombie and Fitch down the hall. Yes, there is. I can so smell. That is they so put true. all those slats all over it so you can't like see inside right. their like, store. There's something like, sketchy going on in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, but they, there's a sweet beach party going on in there. That I, I don't even yeah. know if I'm invited. Can only, I go in? You're is, not. Is not there, if you're not Finn. <laughs> yeah. You're not. At, at there, there, are you guys familiar with the group Improv Everywhere? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did a really funny video. You, you may have seen it a while back. Um, a lot of callbacks to viral videos in this episode, by the way. <laughs> um, where uh, there was an Abercrombie and Fitch store that had two live models or, or, or several live models. It may have, I think it was Abercrombie. It may have been a, a Hollister, but I think they're owned by the same company, I they, believe. They are. But, but, but either way, uh, there, are, there were live models that fit the Abercrombie and Fitch uh, uh, you know, whole perception. They all, were, all American, they were in thin. very good shape. Uh, they were all guys. They were wearing jeans and no shirts. Okay. And they're standing throughout the store, and Improv Everywhere got a bunch, which is a which is a a viral uh, you know video making art collective sort of group that that does these sort of large scale pranks. What they did is they had a, a, a little a call like on Craigslist for a bunch of people who wanted to be involved in the pranks. Guys of all different fitness levels. <laughs> I'll let me just say that to come to the mall. Wearing jeans and no shirts, and just run into the Abercrombie's, <laughs> start walking around, and, and 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 walk really close to the model, so that customers wouldn't know who's a model <laughs> and who wandered in as part of this improv everywhere group. The results are really hilarious, but it's also pretty pointed uh, commentary. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, on on the the awkwardness of trying to market a body type. Yeah. Well, I, I actually worked for a Hollister store. When, uh, did, did you wear? Uh, I wore a shirt. Shirts. I wore. I was not one of the models for some reason that I've never been able to mm-hmm. understand, and and nobody there would answer my questions about it. Yeah. But they requested repeatedly that I continue to wear my shirt, <laughs> and any attempt of mine to break that rule was met with a lot of horror. Um, again, I I don't know what apparently what the standards are. Yeah. But uh, but all employees were rated. Were given a rating of uh, on an A to D level. This and is you knew this about is it after you're hired. And this is after you're hired. You're given a rating. And you're given a rating. Well, you don't know what the rating is. Okay. I mean, you can probably figure it out. Sure. A's are are very rare. A's are are flown around the country. They're they're sent to high volume stores on on big days where there's supposed to be a lot of traffic. So most stores are stuck with. B's and C's. If you can even imagine going into oh. a place like that, wow. I don't want to. You're, you're telling me I have to you. buy my ribbed sweater from a C. <laughs> <laughs> Where, who, who shall fit my neck properly for this hemp necklace? <laughs> so that did you know what you were? 
I I didn't. Well, I I know that I was there on weekends, so I think that's probably I guess good. That's probably better good. than like sure. I wasn't mornings. I wasn't stuck like in the stock room. <laughs> yeah, you didn't work the night shift, restocking <laughs> yeah. everything. I, I was I wasn't just the clothes folder guy. <laughs> I count my blessings. I can't tell you how many places I applied where I showed up with jeans, no shirt. This job, I showed up the relevant. My interview, Cam, first you thing, too? Cameron asked me to put a shirt on. I said, well, maybe. well, I don't have so one. <laughs> yeah, well, I just flew in from New York and I don't have one. Well, Oh, yeah. Find well, what am I supposed to do here? You know a place to find some shirts around here? <laughs> I am an A, sir. I am an A. Cameron, Cameron looked at me and said, if you have any hopes of ever hosting the relevant podcast, you will put a shirt on. I ran out That's, to Abercrombie well, I'll tell you this one. right now. Why, why I work remotely is... Ah, right, right. No shirt rule in my own house. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes. Uh, do we grade relevant employees? Maya, do you know? I can't tell you guys. Oh, oh man. That's why everything's on under lock and key. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. I'm wondering why I've been asking to work a lot of weekends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next... We talk to leagues. of today's podcast are brought to you by Ian Cron's new book, Chasing Francis. New York Times bestselling author Mark Batterson has this to say about the book. Caution. Reading this book may cause spontaneous kindness, charity towards others, and a total overhaul of the way you think about what it means to be a follower of Christ. You can pick up Chasing Francis by Ian Cron today, wherever books are sold. You're listening to Atlas Genius. The song is Backseat. It's from the album When It Was Now. Well, you might be familiar with our with our next guest. Uh, we've talked about them quite a bit. We've played them on the podcast quite a few times, and uh, we're big fans. The band is Leagues. Uh, Leagues is an infectious rock and roll band from Nashville, comprised of vocalist Thad Cockrell, guitarist Tyler Burkham, and drummer Jeremy Lutito. Uh, the members of Leagues have been in the music industry for a long time now, but instead of letting the hardships of the industry wear on them or breed cynicism, Leagues have started fresh and unjaded. The 10 tracks that make up their debut album, You Belong Here, encourage both dancing and introspection and show a group of men leaving behind any preconceived notions or expectations, but never their innate musicianship or love for the craft of songwriting. Uh, this is a great album. I've had this album actually for quite a long time. They sent it to me long before it was released. And uh, my test for an album is how long after it's released do I still find myself coming back to it and listening to it and enjoying it. And I can say for this album, Leagues, uh, man, I still love this album. It's a great summertime album. Put this album on, turn it up, roll the windows down, and you'll find yourself dancing around your house. It's a great record. It's called You Belong Here. Recently... Our very own Tyler Huckabee caught up with lead singer Thad Cockrell, and here is our spotlight on leads. Spotlight. Spotlight. Oh, oh. 
Is there a moment where you're like, this feels right, like this is what I want, this is the band I've always wanted to be a part of? 2005, I'm doing my solo uh, career, and I see a show that Jeremy, the drummer, is playing at, right? And he's playing drums for this fairly well-known band, right? Okay. And all the energy, anything that was coming out of the speakers and grabbing me was coming from him. Hmm. And I couldn't stop watching him. He was unbelievable. And I remember thinking, if I'm ever in a band, he's my guy, right? So, 2005. And when you watch him live, even being the lead singer, you know, I, I you know, uh, I'm dancing around just trying to get somebody, you know, look, look over here. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I could just turn around and watch him play all day long and be <laughs> completely fine with it, you know. But you know, the songs that started coming to me around 2008, 2009 were not singer-songwriters. They, I mean. It wasn't, I knew they weren't um, a solo careers, like a solo artist song. See, I mean, it would have just seemed out of proportion, like Gorilla playing a toy drum set. It would have <laughs> been like, yeah, that doesn't look right. And so, you know, when, when I'm like, okay, well, you know, what's this about? And then once the idea of, of Leagues, a pop band, me fronting it, actually like really popped in my mind it was like you've got to be kidding me i'm not doing that <laughs> you know and yeah. i think one of the things that really attracted me to it was i didn't know how i didn't know how to do it mm -hmm. and i think in order to be truly creative you have to do something you don't know how hmm. and it seemed rebellious <laughs> <laughs> but it's a super positive thing it's not like an occupy like black armband around the wrist and yeah 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 I mean, rebellion is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 it can be a great thing or it could be a bad thing. Does it feel kind of limiting? Like, if you, all of a sudden you don't have an outlet for more singer-songwriter stuff or for slower, intimate, whatever you want to call it, do you feel like you've had to abandon a big part of what got you where you are or what you cut your teeth on? Mm, you know what? No, man. I, you know, I think I think I wrote that music because that's where I was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could not write that music again if I tried, nor would I want to. It's just not where my heart is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I am... There's a part of me that I'm not able... You know, a part of my heart, you know, something that I'm passionate that I, I'm just not able to do because I'm now in a band. I don't feel that way at all. So what's the response been then? Because people know a certain kind of that, or they know a certain kind of music that, that you've at least had attributed to your name. Yeah. What do people say now, or when you play them demos, or now, now you have an album to work with, what sort of things are you hearing? Oh, I think people love it, you know. Um, I think people absolutely love it. And I think, you know, for those who, even my lawyer, you know, who he's a dear friend, but we've worked together for a long time. When I gave him this, he was... 
I mean, he loved it, but he was so used to the old thing. Yeah. It took him like like a couple days for it to like wash off. You know, I mean, I think it'll take a second for people to adjust, but I think once they adjust to it, I think like they they'll like the old stuff, but I think they'll actually like the new stuff better. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Uh, but you know, it's all part of it's all part of what influences you. You know, even as a, as a writer, you can't knock that dirt off of yeah. you. I mean, it's yeah. like you can try, but even but if you do, you're not being fully who you are. You're not being fully what made you. You know, so like growing up, you know, I would sneak out of the house at night, push my jacked up four by four truck um, down the road far enough so that it wouldn't wake my parents up. Start it up, meet some friends. I would listen to, you know. Hank Jr. or like Don Williams, country music, on the way down to a dance club, we would dance all night long, and then I would drive back to my house listening to The Cure. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't strike me as odd whatsoever, you know? But probably that's not really that, I mean, it's funny when you say it out loud, but it's probably not that unique of a story because you probably did the same thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just listen to everything. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, when I hear this, I'm probably bringing all of myself to the table. Whereas, you know, the other stuff was more partial. What's been the most surreal part of League so far? Um, I think the most surreal part is is actually getting the response from people and and realizing that like from the beginning, like dreaming about how you want something to be received, right? And mm -hmm. this is what I hope people feel. And then getting on the phone with you who I've never said any of that to and you explain what this record does, yeah. you know, when you yeah. listen to it, that's crazy to me. It's it's so crazy, uh, and it's beautiful, and I can't believe I'm a, I get to be a part of it. That was Thad Cockrell of Leagues. Be sure and check out their new album called You Belong Here, wherever music is sold. I believe this album is available on vinyl as well. It'd be a great one to pick up on vinyl. Uh, you can follow the band on Twitter at Leagues Music or check them out at leaguesmusic.com. You're listening to She and Him. The song is I Could Have Been Your Girl. Well, 
Thanks for telling me now, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little late. Yeah, it's a little little late. Now you would have done a stadium engagement proposal and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had a custom level of Angry Birds made for her, had you known. That's right, if for I had Z- known. For Zoe Deschanel, you're going to need, like... You're going to put that on a vinyl. You're yeah, going to have to have a sparrow fly it yeah, into her, her inside her bedroom window. It's going to be super quirky and weird. Play it on mm-hmm. a Victrola Now she's Now she's hooked up with Nick Miller. So. Oh, is that true? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Sorry about that, guys. But, uh, <laughs> good show, good show. It's a great show. Good but show. she and him, uh, it's from the new album, Volume 3. It's a good, uh, it's a good light, summery drive to the beach kind of album if you're in that kind of it's a mood she and him. if, you, if yeah. you like she and him if you like she and him you'll, like, you'll this like this album, this album. Yeah. if you like zoe well, which and, and which M. yeah it's for those that are, it's m ward and and zoe deschanel right. doing kind of poppy breezy Throwback. old-timey yeah. type of it's, it's not going to convert anybody right that hasn't yeah. been converted right. by she and but him if you're already. a she and him fan you'll like this album yeah. that could have been your girl thanks for nothing zoe all right it's time for recommends jesse what's your recommend this week all right. Well, I have. I'm actually recommending a book this week, and I'll preface that it's not a it's not a new book, but it's one that uh, I think if you picked it up and read it, you would find it uh, particularly timely. Uh, the book is by an author and journalist named John Ronson, who his one of his most recent books was called The Psychopath Test, um, oh, yeah. which which made a lot of noise for kind of uh, looking at the world of organized uh, psychiatry and psychotherapy and the mental health uh, industry. Uh, but he's also known for uh, one of his other books that was adapted into the movie, The Men Who Scare at Goats, Stare at Goats. Um, okay. he, he sort of has his own brand of gonzo guerrilla journalism. And back in 2001, he put out a book called Them, Adventures with Extremists. But in light of some recent news um, that, that uh, stories that have played out in our country the book is particularly uh, uh, timely and relevant. Um, you know, with hey. in the book, at different points, he interviews uh, homegrown terrorists, um, huh. people from uh, different uh, communities that feel marginalized and feel like they are the the victims of some sort of conspiracy. It's come out that one of the two Boston Marathon, Marathon bombers uh, was a follower of possibly a follower of Alex Jones and some conspiracy theories. And in the book, uh, John Rotten actually shadows uh, Alex Jones and some people as they try to uncover conspiracies around the world. Uh, also this week, on the, I know on the website, uh, and Tyler and I have been talking about it a lot, uh, the guy who is behind the, first, the world's first 3D-printed gun mm-hmm. is an anarchist, and he calls himself an anarchist and an extreme or an, a libertarian extremist. Uh, who is attempting to, you know, inspire some sort of action against the government. And that's really what this book, Them, by John Ronson, looks at, is people who feel like uh, the government and the powers that be are out to get them, whether they be homegrown terrorists, whether they be uh, conspiracy theory organizations, or whether they be uh, people in political power uh, themselves. So it's a really interesting book and particularly insightful, maybe even more relevant now, uh, than it was when it came, was first published in 2001. Hmm. Interesting. And I should say the movie rights were purchased by Universal Pictures a while back, but I'm not sure where it stands in terms of uh, its adaptation. Has Nick, uh, Nick Cage yeah, signed on already? Say, I'm pretty sure Nick Cage is involved. Sounds like a Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I mean, I've been emailing him a lot lately about it. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> Just ask wait him. to hear back. We'll ask him when he calls in for the podcast, yeah. well, I yeah. assume next week. So Interesting. Uh, Tyler, what do you got? Well, I'm going to talk about a, um, a film that uh that's come out recently i i don't know the studio i think it might be independent but uh 
and it's called it's called Iron Man Three. Huh. Mm-hmm. I, I heard uh, something about it's it. It's with Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow, um, who really are two rising stars in the mm-hmm. sort of in the indie film. Never circuit. heard of them, but continue. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and this I, I, is, can I say this real quick? Yeah, just saying their names. Don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did. I did see the third Iron Man, and I and I really liked it a lot really? now from where i'm coming from I, I liked the first one i did not like the second one very much and this one i thought bounced back and uh and i don't think there's a lot more fun actors to just listen to than robert downey jr there's just something about yeah. the way that guy just spits out his lines that that's just you he should do a reading of the bible yeah. he should do a, like one of those audio mm. bible yeah. things because like eugene peterson's right message or something right like that. Yeah. he's pretty awesome because he's great at it yeah. and it really does and i know a lot of superhero movies try to do this but it really does a good job of getting behind the costume he spends a lot of the movie outside of the armor and uh and he has to spend most of it is just sort shirtless? of relying on it he's not abc quick give him a rating yeah <laughs> um, uh, how was gwyneth paltrow in the suit because that just seems to it like, you know really i'm not me. i'm not a gwyneth paltrow fan don't trust her right sure so i'm one of the haters she's, she's yeah. got a lot of fans she, she's got a lot to of be haters. fair she did steal a laptop from me one time <laughs> 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 but she but she she Right. She's a fine actress. Like, she did they make it a girl own. suit where like the chest looked like no, a girl? Or no, was it just... no, no. She was just in. She was just in the just suit. In the suit. Right. Right. I didn't know if she got her own. No, you know, she, didn't, she doesn't build her own thing. So it's be- so it's better than the second one. I think so. Better than the second one. As good, if not better than the first one. I, I probably like it. Here's why I like it better than the first one. Music. Oh. I thought the first one had terrible music. Sure. I remember that. Mm-hmm. How many how many movies can I? think of right now that i would say oh the music just ruined it for me yeah not the I twilight could, series zero dark 30 that made it awesome <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't really into the uh to the christian heavy metal interrogation. yeah that, that played interrogation, interrogation yeah. thank goodness not a big fan but anyways <laughs> that's the first one that comes to mind i so it it had a so i think it, it certainly in terms of soundtrack yeah you got a lot better movie than you had in the the first one and i like there's they're still trying to find new ways to because i think if i remember right iron man one sort of launched the modern comic book movie right i mean you'd had you'd had x-men and spider-man but this is the first one where they you feel like they really were firing on all cylinders yeah, yeah. and uh and so it's nice that they've can they've stuck with that model but they've reinvented it a little bit i saw some people on twitter saying they didn't like it very much so they're they're wrong, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> are they going to do another iron we, man do you know? It said at the, the at the very end. It said Iron Man will return. Okay. Yeah, or at least in another Avengers. Right. Yeah, we I heard they're doing. The we'll get another yes. Avengers movie for sure. sure. Um, they're probably just right. trying to find a way to pay Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. enough money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, that'll do it for relevant recommends. Stay tuned. Up next, we play a two-week-old game. <laughs> You're listening to Mikhail Cronin. The song is Wait. It's from the new album, MCII. All right, well, we mentioned this earlier, but a couple weeks ago, we uh, decided to play a game on the podcast. We held the game 
for this very moment uh, due to some other scheduling things that we wanted to get in on that week's podcast. But uh, Cameron's going to take over here, and you're going to hear the game that we played two weeks ago. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. All right, so we're going to you know kick it old school, and uh, we want to play a game this segment. And uh, uh, Jesse came up with one, which I'll let him introduce here in a minute. Uh, we decided to shake things up and not just you know play amongst ourselves and involve one of our listeners. So uh, Chad just really went on Twitter and was like, hey, anybody want to play a game? And a whole bunch of you replied. And we picked our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if, if you didn't get selected, yeah, better luck read next between time. the lines. Um, and, uh, and, and we have on the line uh, Reed Buck. Welcome to the Relevant Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. So Reed Buck, uh, we've, uh, your, your, your Twitter name says Bucket. And, yes. Um, you used we like you used to have an avatar that was epic. You had this <laughs> massive beard and looked terrifying. And then, <laughs> and I thought you were awesome. And then, <laughs> and then that, that was then. And then you got a job or something. And I don't know what's going on with your avatar now. You look all like presentable and stuff. Would you get married or something? Oh no, actually, um, that that avatar, uh, my first avatar was uh, just about a year and a half ago, and I was married at the time. Um, I just decided it was time to uh, trim up the beard and cut the hair a little bit. And wear wow. a button collared shirt. Wow. The oh, that, no, that's me every day. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we were playing with the man. <laughs> 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 no, that avatar was taken. Like, I like downloaded Twitter and I just needed something. So I just took a quick photo, but it was my day off. So I got to be, look lazy and look grungy. Maybe you could do like old school avatar days and just bring it back for us. Just for Just for old school. We miss it. That's the Reed Buck we knew and loved. You've just changed. So, uh, so uh, tell us about yourself. Where do you live? I live in uh, Cookville, Tennessee. Cookville, Tennessee. Oh. And uh, how many... What is the uh, cow to people ratio in Cookville, Tennessee? <laughs> it's about one to one. one, to one. Uh, <laughs> what part we actually live right next to a cow farm. So over oh. in our neighborhood, it's about uh, 10 cows to one person. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is Cookville? Where in Tennessee it's is that? pretty much the halfway point between Nashville and Knoxville. Oh, okay. Oh, the okay. part where there's nothing. Right. Right. Yeah, the part where there it's is pretty, nothing. You can buy some fireworks it's around pretty, there. Oh, there. Oh, you guys do fireworks. In there? No, that's the state line. Is it going from from Georgia into Tennessee? There's a huge uh, fireworks thing, but it's not like South Carolina fireworks where you could actually like kill somebody. It's <laughs> nice. it's not sticks of TNT. But there's a huge one. Yeah, I, I I know which one you're talking about, Cameron. The disturbing thing about that one, it's also a gas station. Right, it is. <laughs> there's a few of which those. Which it seems it like having gasoline. There's a few at of those. A fireworks store is not a good combo. But. Yeah, I agree. Well, it is Tennessee. They don't think things through there. <laughs> no, so, they don't. What do you do? What do you do in Cook, <laughs> Cookville, Tennessee? I actually uh, work for uh, do customer service for a bank. Oh, nice. oh. that's why I get to wear the button-down shirts. Oh, I get it. Mm. Nice. And yeah. they don't want somebody who looks like a Unabomber <laughs> and their Twitter avatar. I get it. All right, it's all coming together now. <laughs> so, um, so you're married. Where'd you go to college? There, I also? went to Belmont University. Oh, oh nice. good Belmont. school. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. In yes. Nashville. Are you a musician? Uh, uh, not so much anymore. Okay. And everyone that goes there, a musician? At no, some, it's not no. a music school. It's, it's not a music school, but a lot of 
Everyone musicians I, go to yeah, Belmont. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Right. It's Nashville. Right. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're a Christian wanting to go to a Christian college and you like music, you go to Belmont because it's in Nashville. It, yeah. mm. If you don't play guitar, they don't actually let you on campus. Right. You, you, have, to, you, you have to play at least seven chords. You kind of sit in the back of the classroom and you're just kind of um, looked down upon. Uh, yeah. I hear you. So How many acoustic guitars are on the campus of Belmont? It's <laughs> <laughs> a one-to-one ratio uh, as well. It's a ten-to-one ratio. It's another ten-to-one. Yeah, probably. So walking through the quad, it literally the entire student body, uh, uh, guitars and bongos. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting out there. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It, it was all, you know, uh, guys trying to write songs and, you know, just sitting in the quad with their guitar. All right. Well, we have a, we have a, a game that Jesse's about to tell us about, and we have a real prize. The real prize is an unopened uh, <laughs> Lone Bellow vinyl of their new album from the Lone Bellow. The reason why this is a prize is I accidentally bought two of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> was it was it a, a checkout cart error? <laughs> no, it was a uh, the second, you know, we knew the, a release date for their album. I, th- I went on Amazon and pre-ordered the vinyl. The vinyl released after, you know, the, the album did. And so I, I pre-ordered it, you know, uh, two months early. Didn't remember that. And on the day that it came out, swung by our record shop on the way home picked and up. picked one up. Mm. The next day I come to work and out. there it is in the mail. And I'm uh, like, oh, uh. so it's unopened and we can do a legit price. Now, it's only if Reed wins <laughs> and we will send it, it to It doesn't matter if you have a record player or not. <laughs> right. No, you're going to yeah. get this and we'll, we'll autograph the plastic outer wrap Oh, we will? You. Okay. Yeah, why not? Reed, do you well, have a, uh, do you have a record player? Anyway, so. <laughs> you what? I was going to ask for the autographs anyway, so it just works out better for me. Oh, that's good. Oh. Right. Yeah, so he doesn't actually like the Lone Bellow. He's just going to hang this, the plastic wrap the plastic. on his wall. <laughs> with our I was upset because they, pl- they have three concerts in Nashville, and all three of them sold out, so I didn't get to go see them when they came. Mm. Next best thing, free album of, of with vinyl. our signatures on it. Of right. vinyl. Yeah. But you have to win the game first. <laughs> yeah, you have to win. Let's yeah. not, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. Well, 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 I shouldn't say this as the person that's conducting the game, but I'm pulling for you, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't say that. That's like the ref saying that to one of the teams in I the want, I don't want this Lone Bellow record to go to waste. Kirk's not no, allowed no, to It won't go to waste. It's like AT&T rollover minutes. It's just going to go to the next game. Uh, so to I be clear, you. I can't win. You cannot win it. Well, I why, am I Reed, pl- why are you playing? Because you're paid Would to you like be here. Would be fired? for, for That's 20 minutes? That's what the money's for. <laughs> That's what the money's for. That's right. You won money, Tyler. <laughs> Every two weeks. I'm already a winner. I, I'll give you my autograph on a plastic wrap if you'd like. Well, I, maybe I would like that. So wrap your, pla- your really paycheck nice. in saran wrap really and sign nice. it. Uh, all right. So, Jesse, tell us about the game. Okay, well, I'll admit this one's a little high concept, but I'll explain. <laughs> uh, so, in the news recently, uh, Comedy Central announced that they're they're partnering with Twitter, and I guess for when this will air, the the, the hashtag Comedy Fest will have already taken place, where Comedy Central was going to kick it off with a uh, comedy special, and then have the comedians featured on the special tweet jokes with a hashtag Comedy Fest all week. Um, so I kind of wanted to play off that idea. So our game is called Hashtag Comedy Fest with a PH. Mm. Okay, so it's Comedy PH. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how it works is I found some is really it a pharmaceutical underappreciated. Festival? 
Hey, well, we are. I have a sponsorship from a pharmaceutical company okay. for this. Right. Um, they're paying me quite a substantial sum of money uh, to do this game. Uh, but no, what I did was I found uh, tweets that aren't necessarily from comedians, but are still funny. Um, and in honor of, again, this is where it gets a little high concept, uh, the office going off of the air this year, I found a Twitter account that appeared to be at one point maintained by the writers or marketing team at the office. And it was uh, twitter.com slash Michael Scott. Don't go there now because it's involved in the game. Um, <laughs> that it, it looks like it had an official affiliation with the office and, and were tweets from Michael Scott. Um, but the Twitter account has been abandoned since 2009. But oh. some of the tweets are still really funny and underappreciated. Something perfect for Comedy Fest with a PH. <laughs> so how it's going to work is I'm going to read uh, some tweets. And they either come from Michael Scott, the underappreciated Comedy Fest Twitter account of Jose Canseco, former MLB star, or maybe just one Gary Busey tweet. Okay? So you're going to alternate. I'm going to read a tweet, and you have to tell me, is it fake Michael Scott, Gary Busey, or Jose Canseco? Do those rules uh, make sense? Makes sense. I think I got it. Okay, so uh, who, who would like to? Cameron, who should go first? Uh, I think Tyler Huckabee should go first. Okay. Because, because if we want Reed to win, he should go second to know what he has to do each, sure. each given sure. round. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Okay, here, here is the first tweet. Al Gore was ahead of his time. I miss him. Rest in peace, buddy. Hug for you. <laughs> Is that fake Michael Scott, Jose Canseco, or Gary Busey? Who's playing? I am. Oh, okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say fake Michael Scott. That is Jose Canseco. Ah. What? That's crazy. All right. All right, all right, all right Reed, see if you can take the lead with this one. This is a series of three tweets, okay? Trying to get inspired to paint a Donald Trump painting. Three days later, tweeted, just finished another painting. This one's called Donald Trump the Wise Dragon Dragon. <laughs> Followed by First 5K buys it. Followed shortly thereafter there. <laughs> Sorry, people. Donald Trump the Wise Dragon just sold. <laughs> A series of tweet over three days. Jose Canseco, fake Michael Scott, or Gary Busey? I'm going to have to say Gary Busey. Unfortunately, that's Jose Canseco. What? Oh, wow. Canseco is just... Oh, yeah, so that's two him. Cansecos. On fire. Wow. All right. All right, Tyler. Zero, zero. Okay. <laughs> Closed basket didn't hold many groceries. Note to self, next time bring hamper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gary Busey. Fake Michael Scott. Oh. These are Striking great. out. I apparently don't tweet right. This is how you're supposed to do it. Uh, all right, Reed. You no, guys, you uh, you, there's only three choices here. I think you can get this one, Reed. All right. All right. Just great. I now owe Party City $125 for the unreturned Wonka costume rental that I had to ditch in the dumpster. Ramen noodles this week. <laughs> oh, man. Um, fake Michael Scott. You got it. Oh, fake Michael all right. Scott. Oh, all right. All right. There you go. You got one. So, so score is one nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Read Buck with an insurmountable lead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. I need an attorney pro bono. My landlord evicted me and would not let me take my chandeliers with me. Mm. I need your help to get them back. What's the problem? <laughs> um, Jose. 
You got it. That is oh, Jose Canseco okay. for the tie. Jose. A <laughs> hundred years. Wow. Global warming, global warming could have saved Titanic. Sad to say. (laughs) 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 Fake Michael Scott, Jose Canseco, or Gary Busey? Uh, Gary Busey. Jose Canseco. Jose. What what is his handle? On fire. He's fantastic. Okay. All right. Anyone know how to contact Michael Jordan? I'm interested in contacting him about joining my own personal dream team. (laughs) (laughs) What? About Jordan joining the dream team that this Twitterer is putting together? All right. I got it. (laughs) Um, Fake Michael Scott. Yes, you are correct. I would say that. All right. Two to one. Tyler. Okay. Okay. Read. Um, keep in mind, this one is accompanied by a, a, a work of art, okay? That is a picture that has the acronym FUN, Finally Understanding Nothing, okay? Mm. So it has a twit pic of that, and it, and it has the phrase, When your mind is clear with nothing to understand, then everything you see and hear will be fun. Oh, fake Michael Scott. Gary Busey. Oh. Finally, I don't go with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Tyler. <laughs> there is stuff in the desert that is not human. At night, I hear whooping and wonder what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it one more time? <laughs> there, <laughs> there is stuff in the desert that is not human. At night, I hear whooping and wonder what it means. <laughs> um, uh... That's Jose. That is Jose Canseco. Right. Wow. What's the score? I'm the score Three keeper. to one. Three to one. You, Tyler? I'm to paying one. attention. Oh, Tyler. Yeah. Stop. I'm so, I'm, I can't turn this off. All right, Reed. Sometimes I misremember the future. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jose Canseco. Yes, Jose Canseco. Wow. Wow. I was going to say Busey. Wow, okay. Man, he's fantastic. I would have gotten that one wrong. Wow. Um, daytime TV is horrible. I've been waiting eight hours for something good to come on. I need a new plan for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, fake Michael Scott. Fake Michael Scott it is. Woo! Wow. Four to two. All right, Reed. Other famous quitters, colon. Michael Jordan, The Beatles, David Lee Roth. I'm in good company. <laughs> uh, fake Michael Scott. Fake Michael Scott is correct. Uh, nice. Okay, I've only okay. got a couple more here, but okay. we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, and uh, these are pretty quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jose Canseco, Gary Busey, or Michael Scott. Gravity had to be weaker to make dinosaurs nimble. I may not be 100% right, but I think about it. How else could 30-foot leather dinosaurs fly? (laughs) Um, Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. Wow. All right, Reed. I got... uh, We'll go for... uh, let's, Let's try to go for one more here. Here's the big twist. Worth nine points. Here it is. Oh, All right. oh my gosh. For the complete win. Should have known. Okay. Last night I had a dream that my son and I were surfing the cosmos in great waves of freedom. 
I'm going to have to go with Gary Busey. For the win, oh! Gary Busey. It's fantastic. For Chad Michael, we'll call that one a Trey Burke shot. Thank you very much. I appreciate Can't that. Believe we'll also call it. it the first two games for the Buckeye shot. Uh-huh. But. Oh, I see it. Oh, yep. man. That was just a... That was just a comfortable. Well done, line. Reed. Well done. All right. I, I, well, I'm well. glad you went with your instincts because you had been going Busey the whole game. You second guessed yourself. <laughs> got a Busey, and I, then you got we went with Busey for the win. I don't think this game requires some color analysis. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's no in-game studio post-game report. <laughs> thanks for that, Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for playing uh, along, great, Reed. Right. Fair and square. Right, thank you. Well, there you have it. Congrats, Reed Buck at Bucket for beating Tyler and winning a copy, an autographed copy of the Lone Bellow vinyl. Whatever. Tyler's, <laughs> two weeks later, Tyler is still very, very upset. Never forgive. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Stay tuned. Up next, your feedback. You're listening to Haim. The name of the song is Falling. It's from the Falling EP. It just came out. Uh, Tyler, you talked to Haim recently, didn't you? Mm-hmm, I did. Some good stuff oh, right did. there. Oh, yeah. She's great. She is great. There's, there's th- there are three sisters. Uh-huh. Man, I was... Kiss them. Imagine. Try. Tyler, Tyler was smitten Try. she came out of that interview. <laughs> just, ran down, just ran down the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Yeah. Well, All right. Did, my, did my part. Well, we'll play your song on the podcast at least. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then they stole your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust them. <laughs> Turns out not trustworthy. Wow. <laughs> Could have told you that. <laughs> It's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, we asked you, what advice would you give to the you of 10 years ago? Mm. You went over yeah. to the podcast episode page. You hit us up on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. You went over to our Facebook page, and uh, you left us some good responses. Here's a couple of our favorites. Uh, Christine Schofield said, Dear 19-year-old Christine, Empire Records is actually a really bad movie. <laughs> I, I get the impression that she was like a big, big advocate for that yeah, movie. She started out strong like she was recommending it. Soured on it. Yeah. yeah. I I'm, still, that I'm still a fan. I'm still a proponent of Empire Records. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. The big concert scene yeah. at the uh, yeah, end. Had, had I watched it yeah, now, yeah. maybe I'll have I'm to not do, sure I, what I'd say now. Yeah. Because I'm relatively indifferent at the moment. Uh, but maybe I'll watch it again and be like, no, that's, she's right. That's yeah. terrible. Brandon Fisher said that he wishes he had 10 years ago started listening to This American Life a little bit sooner, which is very good advice. Yeah, and, great uh, advice. And if, you're, and if you're not listening to This American Life on the regular right now, you're, you're, you're missing out. You're missing yeah, out. You're, you're oh, oh, I should mention that the book that I recommended the author is a relatively, is a, is a sometime contributor to This American Life. Oh, as well. all right. Well, there you go. So much the better. So he would have started listening to to, uh, to This American Life, but we can assume that he was listening to the relevant podcast from the beginning, I'm assuming. Well, so, well, well, so would, if he had to choose one of the two, he would choose ours. Right, naturally. 
Uh, Ian, this is this is actually really serious, but uh, we're glad you're he's he's okay to to to, to write about it now. I saw he said one. he would have told the 25 year old me to go to the cardiologist because oh, eight yeah. years later he would go into sudden cardiac arrest during an afternoon run. Oh my! Uh, he said it's a long story, but he did survive thanks to a series of miraculous events. Well, Ian, we are we are certainly glad that uh, that you made it through there, and uh, yeah, I guess that's good advice for anyone to have regular medical checkups. Yeah, go to your well trusted doctor yeah, you yeah. Trust <laughs> if you can him. trust the guy with the laptop <laughs> you certainly trust him with news about your heart condition yeah yeah uh, our fr- our good friend kiki pounds wrote in uh she said i'll throw this in uh, stuff that's on the internet about you story because it's going uh, to be a toast of my best friend's wedding this fall she said on her and her now fiance's first date apparently they sat down uh on the quad at school and and she googled her name uh, I'm I, no none of you guys have ever done that, right? No, Google, Google your name, never. No. Narcissistic, no. never. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, it would just say it, next to mine. It would just say A plus from the Abercrombie and Fitch Society. <laughs> uh, but but it says back up to about ten years, and thirteen year old Kiki used to draw really really terrible. Those are her words, not mine. Pictures of elves, <laughs> and then put them on the internet with her full name. I guess as a through a thirteen year old, that seems like a totally rational thing to do. Totally. Like if I'm making sweet elf artwork, <laughs> or what else am I going to? And I have access to the internet. Why not put it on there? And of course, I want credit for it, so I'm going to put my full name. So, are these like elves, like Lord of the Rings elves, or are these like Santa Claus elves? I, I think if you Google Kiki Pounds, you can find out. Said <laughs> <laughs> after that, uh, she went to high school and completely forgot about the site that she put them on. Uh, she, she, she was on this date and started getting these weird texts saying things like, <laughs> an elf bids her final farewell to fall. <laughs> Sheevil is a runaway slave. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> so these are the kind of pictures I guess she was showing. Apparently, the embarrassing internet history was enough to break the ice, uh, and they had a great date. So, okay, so it was, it was her and her friend's uh, fiancé's first date. They were Googling Kiki's name and came up across these elf pictures. She said the worst part is that after they, uh, they told her that they had found it, she realized that she had no idea the pass, what the password oh, was or no. the email that she used at the time oh. and had to petition the website to prove who she was and able to get on there and change her name. Wow. Uh, as for the wedding, she said she's drawing an elven couple. She hasn't drawn one since she was 13, but is pretty sure it's going to be awesome. Of course. Kiki, can you do a favor? Can you go ahead and post? Just yeah. we're curious. Yeah, yeah now I got Now I got to know. We're really curious about these elf pictures. Yeah. Can you just post at least one? to the the relevant podcast facebook page we'd like to see what your friends stumbled upon on their date and if it could be relevant podcast themed um if it was some custom artwork yeah yeah Yeah, if it's a new elf i mean it depends on how you do whatever you want right i think it should be a picture of her as a mad scientist with all of her little mice yeah she is a scientist i didn't know that i didn't know she's probably our smartest listener Wow. Well, then just, it should be no problem to contribute some elf pictures. Yeah. Certainly our most so, artistically gifted. Our smartest, our smartest <laughs> listener, but she just couldn't remember that password. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a guy who has several elf tattoos. Um, Looking really to add just, another yeah. one there. So, yeah, you know, you know I'm always, anything over. sci-fi fantasy, I'm always interested. I'm getting permanently pictured on my body, so. Uh, sometimes at this point in the podcast, we do corrections or apologies, but man, we've just been so good the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. No oh, apologies, oh, no corrections. Fire. Although I did find out, um, the slice that I brought a few weeks ago about the gentleman who was thrown out of that party in Saudi Arabia for yeah, being yeah, too handsome. Yeah. False. 
Shut up. It's Fake false. news story. What? Seriously? So sad. Oh. oh, I was bummed about that. Oh. I saw pictures of him. It's I romance. know. There were pictures and everything. But that's not our fault. We were just reporting on something. Yeah, that it, we wasn't our, it, wasn't, it wasn't our mistake. You, you didn't <laughs> claim to be. I'm just going above yeah. and beyond the call of journalism. Good. Letting here and letting know. you guys know right. that. We were fooled. We didn't. That I, I saw last night. Okay. Just, all right. It's not true. Mm. All right. That you've been had. Uh-huh. It took a long time for that news to it come out. It did take a long time because it was reported on very reputable yeah. site. Reuters. All over the place, yeah. yeah. Huh. Pictures of them. Yeah, I, I saw that reported on handsomemen.com. <laughs> and usually they're pretty trustworthy. Are you sure it was in Handsome Family? Yeah, I was going to say, he looked like the lead singer of the Handsome Family. <laughs> you know what? That's why, that's why I got it wrong. I he, was wrong. A, he, was an, he was an A+. Plus. Yeah. I got wow. I'm sure next week our uh, correction and apology will be Cameron apologizing for me hosting this week. <laughs> you guys do have that to look forward to. So. All right. Anyways, it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. All right. We're early in the podcast. We got talking about Tyler's, I don't know, you could say his A-plus job that he used to have at Hollister. And <laughs> his A-plus job is a C, with a C-plus body. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, it kind of got us thinking about about the fact that summer is here. Mm-hmm. A lot of you are, are getting out of school. You're about to start either looking for a full-time job or you're just looking for something to, to do for three months during the summer. And we want to ask the question to you this week. What is the worst summer job you ever had and why? Tell us mm-hmm. about it. We want to hear... Mm-hmm. Some of your horrible experiences. Some of you, I'm sure some of you have worked at Hollister before. Um, some of you, like Jesse, maybe worked at the uh, Kmart lawn care department. Mm-hmm. Big K. Big K. Big K. <laughs> he didn't work at Kmart at the Big K. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That the Big K. Yeah. Very big difference there. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah. I uh, worked at the dollar store. Did you? Or Dollar Tree, where everything actually is a dollar. And I worked there for probably two months, and then just one day... I just thought I couldn't take it anymore, and I just never went back in. Man. I was that too, person. Really? I mean, wow. I, was, I was in high school. Wow. Sure. But, like, it was gross. Like, a kid puked on the floor, and sure. I had to clean it up. And It's unfortunate. Like, you pick things up that are dollar, and then for some reason you don't think you want it. And so, like, the whole store is a mess, and you have to com- completely do that. Yeah. And I did all the time. You know, 16-year-old me just was not okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That's any horrible. For, you know, back then you made, I don't know five dollars an hour yeah i don't know you got a very small commission the problem is most of your sales were only a dollar <laughs> <laughs> all right well you go over to the uh, podcast episode page relevantmagazine.com go over to our facebook page hit us up on twitter at relevant podcast tell us your worst summer job and why see if it tops any of ours and uh, we'll read our favorites on next week's show Many thanks to Leagues for talking to us this week. Uh, be sure and check them out at leaguesmusic.com. Follow them on Twitter at leaguesmusic. And uh, listen to their new album called You Belong Here. It's really good. And once again, congrats to Reed Buck at Bucket for beating Tyler in the comedy game. Good job. I guess. Winning the autograph copy of the Lone Bellow record. Reed, that'll be in the mail in, to you soon, even though even though is, you've been waiting for it for like three weeks now. You say autographed, not autographed by them. No, autographed by us. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't no, have no, access to yeah. yeah. I, mean, no, I know we talked well, about that then, but I, I just wanted to yeah, don't have a direct line yeah. to the Dear Reed, thanks for listening. Love Chad. You know, it's it's yeah. that kind of a thing. Like Tyler's going to write his favorite Bible verse on it. <laughs> so, uh, And we're going to forge Jesse's signature too. <laughs> so, so congrats for that. Uh, make sure you pick up the new copy of Relevant. Uh, we talked a little bit about it over the last couple of weeks. It's got Phoenix on the cover, some other great content like Fiction Family, Youth Lagoon. Uh, Judah Smith, who was on the podcast not too long ago, uh, is, in, is in the new issue, as well as 
leagues. You can subscribe at relevantmagazine.com. Uh, we would love the support, so go check it out. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's show, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks you for hanging it. with me. It's uh, we got thank through. you, thank you. Hold it off. All nice those job. childhood dreams of of one day hosting a relevant podcast. Did it live up to your expectations? It, it did. It did. Good. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Cameron's going to be back in this chair next week, but. Uh, I might start my own podcast. <laughs> well, after hearing this, <laughs> frankly, between, I can tell you guys this, between us. Because yeah, Cameron will Cameron, listen to this. Cameron, no, he won't. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> would be a fool to come back on the podcast <laughs> after this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to say. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Hey, it's been fun. I'm Chad Michael Snavely, your co-host and Manning the Ones and Twos this week. Mm-hmm. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Tyler Huckabee. I'm Jesse Carey. Hopefully we'll have Cameron back next week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. And for more great content, check out relevantmagazine.com. Who shall fit my neck properly for this hemp necklace? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.